Come on now, this is for Jesus. God been good to you. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad the arm of the Lord has been revealed to you? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not only am I glad I know who he is, I'm glad he knows my name. Amen. Amen. I'm glad he knows my name. We are excited about being here today. And uh, Brother Moore had called a couple of weeks ago, maybe. And I told him that uh, I was booked all the way through the month, didn't have an opening. Went home and I told my wife, I said, I sure would like to pass by Bendale before the year's out. And uh, so had somebody to cancel. I called Brother Moore. <laughs> Here we are. I feel it in the Holy Ghost, too. Amen. God is good. Amen. I believe in good reports. I believe we ought to give a good report for the Lord. And we've been seeing people filled with the Holy Ghost seeing healings, deliverances. Amen. God's still in the business. Only we limit what God can do. God has no limits. Amen. God has no limits. Only we limit what God can do. Amen. You can be seated for a minute. I just got to tell you this. This is my second time to have church this morning. We had church at Hardy's over at Bogalusa. And I believe you can have church just about anywhere you go. And so I was telling Pastor Moore about this, and it excited me, and, and maybe it'll get you cranked a little bit. Um, pulled up over there to Hardy's to get me a biscuit and some coffee this morning. For you that sanctified, y'all forgive me. I, did, I still do drink a cup of coffee every once in a while. And, uh, but anyway, I could see kind of a turmoil going on inside of Hardy's. It was a guy standing up, and he had everybody's attention. And, and um, I went ahead and got out and locked my truck. And, when I went in, well, he sat down, and when I walked through the doors, he said, Hey, brother, how you doing? I said, Brother, I'm doing fine. You? And I went on and ordered, and I come and sat down at a table. He was all the way across Artie's, and there's a good group of denominal folks that I see them in there all the time, and they they always friendly, Brother Ford. They're good people, and I know they got a desire to live for God. They just need a revelation of who he is. They were all sitting over there, and they, I mean, they wasn't saying a mumbling word. I knew something had happened, and everything was quiet. I got my food, and I come back around to the table, and that man stood up, and he said, uh, Are you a Pentecostal preacher? I said, Yes, sir. I said, I sure am. He got up, and here he come. He said, I just asked all these Christians in here, did they know why God sent me to Hardy's this morning? He said, God sent me down here to Hardy's today. And he said, I just asked all of them, did they know why God sent me here? And he said, they wouldn't none of them to say nothing. And he said, I need you to pray for me. He said, will you pray? For, are you a praying preacher? I said, yes, sir, I'm a praying preacher. And I said, I will pray for you. And I got up right then, and brother, we started praying for him. Amen. And, I, and the Holy Ghost fell. He started crying. He said, I knew God sent me here for something this morning. Amen. And I started praying, and I, I kind of had to add a few things. And I said, and it's all in the name of Jesus, the only name according to the Word of God, that we might be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. According to this Word of God, it's all in Him. Amen. It's all in Him. 
It's not just a song, Brother Ford. It's not just something we say, brother. It's all in him today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost moved on McCain, and I ain't got any better sense than to obey it. And I began to tell him, I said, I see a storm that come your way. And I said, it left you without a bed or a place to stay. And he began to cry. He said, I'm homeless. Since the storm come, he said, I'm homeless. I said, but I'm seeing God open a door for you. I said, I saw a fence built around you. And I said, the world and the devil put it there. I said, but four months ago, a door opened. He said, four months ago, I got baptized in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I said, God's on your side. There ain't enough devil's in hell to stop you amen if you'll obey God if you'll follow after God I'm telling you God's going to do some things if God will do it for a rank stranger God will do it for Bendale hallelujah 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 and in the course of praying for him brother Marshall I said in Tommy God knows your name he began to cry he said my name's Thomas Dogger. He said, God knows my name. He turned to them other folks in there. He said, God knows my name. Hallelujah. He said, God knows my name. Hallelujah. He left out the door crying, hollering, God knows my name. Hallelujah. Some of them other folks got up and come over there. They said, uh, Man, we appreciate you praying. Said, there ain't hardly nobody pray in public no more. I said, Jesus prayed for the leper. He prayed for the, he prayed for the dead. He, he prayed for the, for the man at the pool of Bethesda. I said, he prayed in public. Amen. I said, we don't need to be ashamed of the name of Jesus. I told, I told them, I said, there's still deliverance in that name. We just got to use it. Hallelujah. There's still power in that name. We just got to use it today. Amen. There's still victory in that name. We just got to use it today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm ready for church again. Amen. I feel churchy. Woo. Hallelujah. It'd been fine me if the pastor would just kept firing the woods. I'm telling you, he is on target this morning. Amen. Amen. That was good. If you'd like to turn to a passage of Scripture that I feel like the Lord has talked to our hearts today, let's go to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Let's start at the first verse. Very familiar passage of scripture, and I'm sure that almost any, anybody in here could uh, relate to this story today. When you found it, say amen. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened to ten virgins. Let me tell you, this is the third in a series. Jesus had presented three parables to them about the coming of the Lord and the relationship of the bride and the bridegroom and the coming of the Lord and, and being ready. Everybody say, be ready. I'm telling you this morning, you're either ready right now for heaven or you're ready for hell. There's no in-between. And this was the third, third parable that uh, he began to speak to them, and it was important to him that they realized 
that once the bridegroom came, it's going to be too late to try to get ready. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened to ten virgins, which took their lamps, everybody say lamps, and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps, and took no oil with them. I want you to understand, they had some oil in their lamps, but they didn't have any extra oil with them. Amen. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil and their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, everybody say tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins, everybody say virgins, then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, every one of them, arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. It let me know that, that they, had, they had their lamp lit at one time. Amen. Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell buy for yourselves while they went to buy the bridegroom came they that were ready went in with him to the marriage and the door was shut afterwards came also the other virgins everybody say virgins saying Lord Lord open to us but he answered and said verily I say unto you I know you not could I get the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer brother Moore would you ask God's anointing on this service anointing would move in this house your power of the spirit God moving in every heart every soul every life you know every need that's in this place tonight as your anointing settles down upon brother McCain using as a vessel a tool of yours bringing forth your word of hope and direction and instruction like never before for our hearts to receive it become obedient unto it we give you the glory and the praise and the honor for all of it in the lovely name of Jesus Christ we pray amen Let's give the Lord a real good hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. We can never praise him enough. Don't ever think you've just done enough and say, God, I'll give you enough. He give his all for us. Amen. And still does. Hallelujah. 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 For a little while this morning, I want to preach on a subject, how much oil is in your lamp. How much oil is in your lamp? Amen. You may be seated. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answer, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. While they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready, everybody say ready. They that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. 
But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Uh, what a sad ending to a, uh, seemed like what was going to be a beautiful story to start with. Amen. I've, I've married off three daughters, or married them on, whichever way you say it. Amen. But um, anyway, I, I've been through that three times. And there's a lot of excitement takes place around a wedding. There is a lot of excitement takes place and a lot of preparation takes place for a wedding. And in this parable, these virgins that it's talking about here, it's the church. Amen. It's the church. It's, uh, it's uh, preparing the church for the coming of the bridegroom. And the bridegroom is, is a, paral a parallel of, of the Lord, Jesus Christ, coming back after a church, after a bride. And there was a custom in these days that the bridegroom could tarry. Uh, on a certain day, they would know the day that they were going to have the marriage supper. And they would know the day, but they did not know the hour. And, and these virgins, all of them, I want you to understand that to qualify for the marriage supper, they had to have some certain qualifications there in those days. Amen. They had to have some certain qualifications to be able to go in to the bridegroom. And we find that ten, ten virgins, they were all virgins. Every one of them had the qualifications to meet the bridegroom. Every one of them were qualified. If the bridegroom should come, they were qualified. But they had to realize that the custom was in those days that bridegroom could go out through the countryside and he could gather up as many friends as he could. And the more friends that he brought to the marriage supper, amen, the more, the more power that he had, the more clout that he had, and, and the better that it looked on him whenever, whenever he came in and he had all of these people following him amen and it was a, it was a social thing but now we find that that these virgins they would arise early in the morning and they would begin to get ready for this bridegroom to come they didn't know if he was going to come at nine o'clock in the morning they didn't know if he was going to come at 12 o'clock high noon or three o'clock in the afternoon all they know that somewhere before midnight amen that bridegroom was going to come amen and they prepared to get ready and can't you hear these ten young ladies early in the morning and all of that needless chatter that was about them and the excitement that was in the air and they would tell oh you look so good and they said yeah I prepared I have I've, I've made this and I've made myself ready can I tell you something you're not going to stagger your way into heaven amen you're not going to just stumble your way through the gates of heaven but somewhere there's going to be some preparation Somewhere you're going to have to get in the dressing room with God. Amen. It's still an Acts 2.38 message, brother. It's still repent, be baptized, every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises unto you. Can I tell you something? That's where you get your all in the vessel. Amen. That worship like we were doing this morning. Brother, don't you ever stop running. Don't you ever stop dancing. Uh, can I tell you something? Every time you do, uh, you're putting all in the vessel. Uh, amen. You're putting some all in the vessel. And somewhere, uh, I said somewhere you're going to need uh, to trim your lamp. Uh, somewhere you're going to need that extra all in the vessel. Hallelujah. Got to have that all in the vessel. I may as well just preach this morning. 
Amen. When we were coming up, and I don't recommend this to anybody, but when we were coming up, we used to used to drag race a good bit, run them old cars, old hot rods, and we'd work on them all week long to try to get it ready for, for Friday night. Amen. No, we didn't take them to Laplace or Biloxi. We pulled them out on the highway, those little narrow two-lane highways. But, brother, we, we had it ready. And if I checked y'all one time that week, I'd check it ten times. Amen. Just to make sure that it was ready. But there was some, brother, they just run it hard and put it up. And they run it hard and put it up. And sooner or later, they're going to have problems. Amen. Because they never do check to see how much oil is in the vessel. Can I tell you something? Amen. I come to preach to Bendale this morning. Amen. Some's just been running hard and putting it up. Amen. In your prayer life, it may not be everything that it needs to be somebody I better check the oil uh, that is in the vessel today. Uh, I'm asking you how much oil is in the lamp. Uh, how much oil if God should come today. Uh, if God should come right now. Uh, is there enough oil in the vessel uh, that you could arise and meet the bridegroom. Uh, I'm preaching to us this morning. Uh, there's got to be some oil in the vessel. Hallelujah. Got to be some oil in the vessel. I hadn't always been a preacher. I reckon it'd be all right. Maybe this tape won't get out. Amen. But I ain't always been a preacher. And in 1968, off you mathematicians, let me make it easy. I'm 56. <laughs> but in 1968, we graduated high school. And, and we had a, a certain person come to our school that year. We never had had one before, ever. Never, 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 never. And we were, we were walking and riding bicycles, brother. And this certain person, he had a 55 Chevrolet with a little hot rod uh, V8 engine in it. And he'd get out there and had them guns on that thing. And every afternoon, he'd get out there and he'd rev it and rack it. And, and some of you know what I'm talking about. And he'd rev that thing up. And I mean, it would just rattle and pop. And, and then he'd take off. And all of us old, old white crackers were standing there watching them leave. Amen. Can I tell you something? Amen. I got tired of that, brother. I got tired of that. And one day out there, uh, we were standing there, one of them boys said, man, I wish he wouldn't rack that thing. I said, he won't after today. <laughs> I said, he won't after today. He said, what are you talking about? I said, just stand still and see the show. I went out there, recessed and rolled on there, and I pulled the drain plug out. Amen. Can I tell you something? He got it and fired that thing up. Amen. And about the second time that he racked it, it went way up, and then it just come way down. If you ain't careful, the devil's going to take some drain plugs out of somebody's. You better check the awe this morning. I said, you better check the awe this morning. Amen. We better make sure if we're rattling our guns, we got all in the vessel. We better make sure if we claim we apostolic. Amen. We got to be apostolic at church. We got to be apostolic at Hardy's. We got to be apostolic at Walmart. We got to be apostolic on the job. We got to be apostolic at school. Hallelujah. If we're going to rattle our guns, we better have some oil in the vessel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Told you ain't always been a preacher. Hallelujah. Amen. But the devil's always been the devil. And I'm telling you this morning, he's rolled under there trying to pull some oil plugs out, brother. 
Amen. He's trying to let somebody run on empty. Amen. Can I tell you, you can't do it without oil in the vessel. You can't do anything without oil in the vessel. And I, I find it today. Amen. I know what I'm preaching about this morning. I've went to, I've went to places in the last three and four months. And, and it seemed like they were just dull of hearing. Amen. They were, they were there. They were at church. They got dressed. They looked good. They sung good. They praised good. But brother, when it comes to hearing the word of God it was like they were dull of hearing I inquired of the Lord and the Lord spoke to me this week and it said they are dull of hearing amen their lamp is not trimmed amen there's no oil left in the vessel I've come to preach to us this morning it's not a luxury I'm telling you it is a necessity that somewhere we get a prayer life that somewhere we get some oil in the vessel it's not a luxury just to run the aisles and to lift your hands and cry out to the Lord it's a necessity in the house of the Lord hallelujah how many in here has ever raised a little baby come on you know if you have or not Amen. I saw my wife take them kids and, and they didn't want to eat and she'd just wipe it till it disappeared, brother. I don't know where it went. But there was enough of it getting in that it eventually done some good. But can I tell you, when they really started growing, whenever you start that way with that spoon and that mouth was open wide, I'm telling you, brother, they was taking it. Can I tell you something? Every time you lift your hands and shout hallelujah, your mouth's open wide and God's putting some all in the vessel hallelujah God's putting all in the vessel it's important for us to respond to the word of God it's important to us to respond to a moving of the Holy Ghost like we feel in the house this morning because every time that we lift our hands and we open our mouth God puts all in this vessel amen the scripture said they were all virgins amen I said they were all virgins they were all in the same place amen but five were wise and five was foolish amen those wise they realized amen the bridegroom could tarry his coming I better take me a little extra oil with you I'm telling somebody this morning amen I've already expected God to come back amen we've already surpassed everything that Sodom and Gomorrah ever thought about being amen we've already surpassed as it was in the days of Noah amen but God is coming do you hear me amen God is coming in the prayer room this week it was sounding like a, a call coming out of the portals of glory ready or not here I come ready or not here I come somebody better get some oil in the vessel hallelujah hallelujah if we're not careful carnality will take the place this is almost full almost full almost full is not full enough I can put something else in there Amen. Almost full. Amen. Can I tell you, we, we need to have our vessels full. Praise God. I'm just going to preach to us a little bit. We need our vessels full. Amen. If not, carnality will come in. Amen. And whenever you begin to shake the vessel, everybody say shake the vessel. 
Amen. Somewhere God's going to let your vessel be shaken. Amen. Somewhere, I'm telling you, somewhere it's the devil's job. Amen. To shake your vessel. And whatever's on the inside, I don't want to make a mess. But I'm telling you, whatever's on the inside is what's going to come out. Amen. If somebody crosses you and shakes your vessel, and there's some words come out that it's not Holy Ghost words, I'm telling you, you better check the all in the vessel. Hallelujah. Amen. If somebody blows their horn at you at the red light uh, and you wave at them and you don't use all your fingers uh, you better check you all in the vessel I know where I'm at this morning. I could come to you. Hallelujah. I know where I'm at this morning. Amen. Somebody better get some oil in the vessel. Amen. The bridegroom is coming. I said the bridegroom is coming. Hallelujah. I can see all of those virgins, brother. And about 10 o'clock in the morning, they were still wound up. And they were still excited. And they said, we're going to go in. I hope they got everything ready. Amen. I can't hardly wait till it happens. I can't hardly wait till he gets here amen there's such excitement in the air and 12 o'clock came and he still hadn't come but brother their excitement was still real can I tell you something we're living I said we're living in the midnight hour amen we're living in the closing hours of this dispensation somebody better get ready to meet God somebody better get some oil in the vessel hallelujah Three o'clock came, and I can see them. Three o'clock came, and the excitement began to wane a little bit. Begin to wane. They said, well, don't, don't, he's coming. Yeah, I know it. It's been a long day, though. I'm telling you something. I'm preaching to some in here. It's been a long day. It's been an uphill battle. Some of you have climbed up the rough side of the mountain. Amen. Don't, don't lose hope now. Amen. It's not a time to look at your vessel and see that there's not hardly any oil in it. Amen. I'm telling you, if there's ever been an hour that you need to stay right, if there's ever been an hour you need to hook up and stay with your preacher, if there's ever been a time that you sit, you need to go and say, Preacher, can, come here, brother, come here. Can I tell you something? Old McCain's 56 years old, had the Holy Ghost since 72, but I still go to my preacher because I realize I am not as young as I used to be. I still gird myself with truth, amen, and I feel good. But I do realize I'm closer to death than I've ever been before. I'm closer to the coming of the Lord than I've ever been before. I still go to my preacher and say, Preacher, do I look all right to you? Amen. I'm telling you something. Don't you let me and my family go to hell. If you see something my kids is doing, you stop it. If you see something I'm doing, you stop it. I got to have some oil in my vessel. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're right, we're living in a spoiled society. Amen, we've tiptoed around the tulips so long. Brother, they expect us to. You hear me something? Amen, you pulled up in front of an apostolic church. I've come to preach to you still holiness or it's hell. It's still Jesus' name or it's hell. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It's one Lord. There's one faith. There's one baptism. There's one church. Hallelujah. Better get some oil in the vessel. And a man called me this morning. He thought he'd find sympathy when he called me. 
man out of somebody's church. Called him and he said, brother, he said, I'm telling you. He said, our church is just not what it used to be. I, I listened to him. He said, our church ain't what it used to be. He said, our, our preacher just, he said, it just seems like that when he preaches, it just don't do to me what it used to do. He said, what do you think? Oh, brother. Amen. He didn't know what he was doing. Amen. You ever seen a rat in one of them sticky traps? I'm telling you something. He didn't know what he just walked off in. I told him, I said, let me tell you something. Amen. The reason the church ain't what it used to be, you ain't what you used to be. And the reason the preacher ain't doing what he, I said, you ain't got an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. I said it's you that's running on empty. It's not God's church. It's not God's preacher. I said you just need to get some all in the vessel. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said it's you that's backslid. Not God's church. It's not God's preacher. I said it's you. I said when's the last time you went to the prayer room? When's the last time you had a fast day? When's the last time you got with your preacher when he preached the word of God? I said you ain't got no oil in the vessel. And I told him that little story about me draining that oil plug. I said you better go back to the ditch and look for your oil plug. Hallelujah. I said, you'll find out somewhere the devil's pulled your wall plug. Hallelujah. He said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I said, are you going to pray this one? He said, yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir. I said, good. I said, after you get through praying, I said, you'll probably have some of the best church you had in a long time. Hallelujah. Amen. This ain't a place to entertain people. Amen. It's a place to entertain the presence of God. Hallelujah. It's a place to get you ready. Amen. For the bridegroom is coming. Amen. And now we find that it's almost the twilight hours. And they all get their lamps. And brother, they light their lamps. They all begin to look. And, and there's still encouragement in the house. And they said, well, the bridegroom is tearing. But we have our lamps lit. And, and there was another excitement there. Amen. Can I tell you something? Amen. There needs to be excitement when we come into the presence of an almighty God. I like that sign this morning. I read signs. I'm a sign reader. Amen. You looking for a sign? There's one out there by the road. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, we still got to have awe. Amen. We still got to have awe and respect when we come into the presence of an almighty God. Amen. If you ever lose that respect, you remember one thing. The devil just drains you all out. Hallelujah. If you ever lose that reverence when you come into the presence of the Lord and you can't feel that Shekinah glory, if you can't feel it, I'm talking about from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. You better check and see how much all is in the vessel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we find ourselves, amen, not wanting to dress apostolic, I may as well go there. The devil said I wouldn't, so I'm going. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, we would find ourselves not wanting to dress apostolic. And not wanting to fix our hair apostolic. And not wanting to do everything. I'm telling you, you better check the all that is in the vessel. You're running on empty. And the bridegroom is going to come. You say, well, I'm apostolic. Yeah, they were still virgins too. Amen. But they didn't have any all in the vessel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the scripture said, 
The excitement had left them. And now the scripture said, and they all slumbered and slept. That's not a new spirit. Sister Moore, that is not a new spirit. I was preaching in North Louisiana. I went back there. There was a man. I'd preach four nights. He slept all four nights. I went back there. I mean, I was preaching just like this, and he was snoring. I said, hey, wake up. He looked at me. He said, it's a pretty poor preacher. Can't put me to sleep. He was slumbering, sleeping. Don't you go to sleep, sister? Oh. <laughs> and they all slumbered and slept. It was that same spirit that Jesus, when he went into the Garden of Gethsemane and the disciples followed him. It was that same spirit. Whenever he turned, looked, they were asleep. Were they disciples? They were disciples. Were they followers? They were followers. Amen. But that spirit of midnight had got a hold of them. Hallelujah. And I know that we're living in the midnight hour. Got your Bible? Go to Psalms 104. Start about verse 20, I think it is. We're living in the midnight hour. We're living in the twilight zone. And there's so many people that they're still going through the motions they're still going through the motions of being apostolic. But their mind and their heart is on something else. Amen. Amen. I thought about Judas this morning. Thought about Judas. He come and greeted Jesus with a kiss. Can I tell you something? He didn't have any oil in his vessel. He kissed the door of heaven, turned and went to hell. You can come this morning into this church and you can kiss the door of heaven but if you don't put some oil in your vessel amen you can turn and walk out of an apostolic church and go to hell their spirits in the scripture said they all slumbered and slept the wise and the foolish they slumbered and slept why because the bridegroom tarried his coming I'm telling you something God could have already come back. He's got a church in the ground. Amen. He's got some that has died in the faith. There's a church already in the ground. God could have come back. And the only reason he's tearing his coming is for you to get oil in your vessel. The only reason he's tearing his coming is for you to get your loved ones in the house of the Lord. Amen. But during this tearing, we don't need to lose out ourselves. Amen. We need to make sure that we got all, that we got an ear to hear what the Spirit has to say. In the book of Psalms, it began to describe this. 104, verse 20. Thou makest darkness. Listen to this. God didn't make the darkness here that he's talking about. Thou makest darkness. How did they do it? There was no all in the vessel. They made it themselves. He said, thou makest darkness, and it is night. If we're not careful, we can, we can come. I want to see revival. Can I tell you what's going to bring forth revival? Whenever the vessels get full of oil. Amen. 
Hallelujah. When the vessels get full and there's an expectancy in the air for that bridegroom to come. Amen. When we're not ashamed of the name of Jesus, regardless of where we're at. Amen. I told God after I left there this morning, brother, I said, God, if that was a test, I hope I passed it. Amen. I said, I'm not ashamed of you, God. I said, I know there's been times that you've been ashamed of me. I have not been everything that I need to be. God, I, I, I said, but I don't want to be ashamed of you, God. I said, I want to proclaim the name of Jesus. Amen. I told that man this morning, I said, there is still deliverance in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're going there. Just, just hang on to it. Read for me, brother. Thou makest darkness, and it is night. Wherein all the beasts of the forest do creep forth. If you could see with a spiritual eye this morning. If you could see with a spiritual eye. Every beast of hell is creeping forth to try to take all out of your vessel. Not trying to get you to change the way you dress. Not trying to get you to change the way you sing or have church. But if that beast can just get your oil out of your vessel, he don't care if you sit on the front pew and, and have your sleeves down where they're supposed to be and your dresses where they're supposed to be, and if he can just get that oil out of the vessel. Amen. It's not enough just to be the virgin. Somewhere there's got to be some oil there. They all qualified. Amen. It's not enough just to call ourselves apostolic. There's got to be some oil in the vessel. Where it is night and all the beasts of the forest do creep forth. The young lions roar after their prey and seek their meat from God. Can I tell you something? All the legions of hell is not down at the First Baptist Church this morning. And they're not down at the bar rooms this morning. And they're not down at the denominal world that are bowing down to a God that cannot answer them today. Amen. But the scripture said they seek their meat from God. There's going to be trophies on the walls of hell. It's going to be those that knew how to rack their guns. But somewhere they run out of oil going to be those that knew what it was to shout and dance and speak in tongues and lay hands on the sick and have faith to see them recovered. Amen. But somewhere they didn't put any more oil in the vessel. They seeking their meat from God. You need to realize this morning, you didn't come to church by yourself young ladies. But every beast of the forest that creep forth seeking their meat from God. They're looking for God's children. Amen. They're, looking, they're looking for that one that is Jesus' name baptized. They qualify. Amen. They're looking for that one that's had the Holy Ghost spoken. They qualify. Amen. But somewhere they've lost the oil out of the vessel. Hallelujah. And they all slumbered and slept. Come to the music. I'm fixing to close. They all slumbered and slept. Somewhere around midnight, that watchman that was on the wall, he saw, he saw a crowd coming. And he could tell by the 
by that crowd and by the way that the torches were burning. And he began to cry out, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Somebody ran to where they were and said, Hey, get up. The bridegroom is coming. The party's coming. The bridegroom is coming through the gates. And they got up. And when they slumbered and slept, when they, when they went in that condition, their lamp was still burning. And now they awake to realize that some didn't have any oil to put in their vessel. Don't you wait till God splits the eastern sky and realize there was no oil to put in the vessel. Amen. It said the wise, they arise and they trimmed their lamps. And they had brought all with them. And they put it in that vessel. Preached a message one time on prayers never die. Sometimes if the devil can ever get you to believe in that God don't answer your prayer. You know why? Why a lot of people start turkey hunting? And a lot of them quit. They don't get any results. You know why a lot of them start deer hunting and, and they quit? They go get everything they need to do it with. And they quit, they don't get any results. You know why a lot of people start out praying and they quit? They ain't getting results. If the devil can never get you to believe that God don't hear you and answer you, Amen. But if you'll pray, believe it. Amen. I'm telling you what it'll do. It'll put all in your vessel. Hallelujah. Amen. You need, to, you need to pray and get some things behind you under your belt, so to speak. That's what we call it in the service. You need to get some things under your, you need to get some victories under your belt. You need to count some coops somewhere. Amen. You need to pray and say, I don't care if the whole church was praying for something. You need to pray and and Ma, whenever it happens, you need to go somewhere. Don't blow your horn about it, but go somewhere in the closet and say, God, it was my prayer. It was my prayer that did it. God, that's all in my vessel. Amen. And if you ever get the revelation of that prayer works and that it's all in the vessel, amen, it's just, it's easy like running on empty with that car or truck that you got out there. Amen. It's just as easy to take it with you. Don't run on empty. Don't run on nothing. Amen. And in this Holy Ghost, God's going to come back. I know we've preached it. We've heard it preached, but God's coming back. And the watchman on the wall is trying to declare, Behold, yonder comes that bridegroom. Yonder he comes. They arose, brother, they trimmed their lamps. And the saddest thing, they had been there. They had prepared, brother. They stayed the course. They didn't get out. They didn't go back to the world. They were still virgins. They still qualified. Everything looked good. The only thing that disqualified them, they didn't have any oil. Jesus is coming. 
said in they arose and asked the wise give us of your oil they said not so lest we have not enough for ourselves. the bridegroom still had the right to tarry at the gate they wanted to make sure brother they had enough I'm telling you I might overshoot it but I want to make sure I got enough oil I don't want to run this race in vain. I don't want to preach this word and be a castaway. I don't want to live and pray and seek the face of God and study the word of God for God to come and me arise and realize that I don't have all in my vessel. <laughs> God, help us today, God, not to slumber and sleep in your house but God help us in your presence God to realize you could come God if we go by the way of the grave that's your coming for us hallelujah I tell you something you're not promised tomorrow I know these I think I got a lot of tomorrows ahead of me that I walked through the cemetery where my daddy's Buried my daddy in June. Walked through the cemetery this week. And I saw the grave of his little brother that died at two weeks. My daddy died at 86. There's a big interval of time there. But as I began to look, there was others. Died at 10. Some at 15. 20. They were all sizes. They were all lengths of grave. Went by the grave of our grandbaby. And I realized how, how fractious life is. And I realized how sure that death is. We better have some oil in the vessel. As I walked through there, God began to speak to me. He said, age does not matter. Age does not matter. He said, it's what's in the vessel that matters. And there the bridegroom came. And the custom was that they went out with their lamps to meet him. And they ushered him into the bride chamber where the marriage would take place. They lit the way. We're still the light of the world, church. Amen. Scripture said, work while it is yet day, for night cometh when no man can work. Amen. We don't ever know what a day will bring forth. But you can rest assured that if the oil is in the vessel, regardless of what a day brings forth, amen, we'll rise again. Hallelujah. How much oil is in the Amen. The others went to get oil. And when they come back, they'd already went in and shut the door. And they stand outside and they knock. Let us in. We were prepared. Let us in. We've been here all day. Let us in. He said, depart. I do not know you. It's not what we were 30 years ago. It's not what not what I was May the 12th, 1972, when God filled me with the Holy Ghost. 
It's going to be how much oil I got in the vessel when God comes. So this church stands this morning. I'm just asking you, how much oil is in the lamp? Amen. How much oil is in the lamp? Do you still feel that anointing when you lift your hands? Or is it a weight and a burden to you to lift your hands? Amen. Or do you still just love it and feel it from your heart that nobody's got to ask you, amen, to, to begin to cry and weep before the Lord? That God can still wake you up in the midnight hour and get you to come pray. Amen. My neighbor, I was praying outside, Brother Moore, walking the fence, praying. My neighbor come out. He said, I wish you'd quit all that hollering. This is out in the country. So I wish you'd quit all that hollering. I just smiled at him. I said, Brother, I said, you just pray about it. I said, you'll wake up one morning and I'll be gone. He didn't know I was talking about the coming of the Lord. But I'm telling you something. We better put oil in a vessel. Don't matter what our neighbor thinks. It don't matter what your boyfriend thinks. It don't matter what your girlfriend thinks. You better put some oil in the vessel. Hallelujah. Because God's going to come. The bridegroom's coming. The old watchman on the wall. I put it in my heart. I tell you. Amen. It wasn't no accident that man come my way this morning. Amen. The Holy Ghost was letting me know I was on target where I was headed. Amen. He was giving me a witness. I knew when he opened the door for me to preach here today, God, God was telling me, and somebody needs to check the oil in the vessel. I love you enough to, to tell you I'm not going to pat you on the back if I know you're on your way to hell. Amen. I'm not going to send, I wouldn't send one of my kids on a journey knowing that they didn't have that much gas in the tank. When the kids went to school, Sister Mo, I'd go out there and check the tires. I'd pray over the tires. I'd say, God, keep your hand on this vehicle. I'd go all the way around the car praying for it. I'd get in it. I'd check the oil, check the gas, check the water. I didn't want them going off on empty. I love you enough this morning. I don't want you trying to make your journey on empty. Because God's going to come back. Amen. How much oil is in the vessel as they sing? These altars are open today. I didn't come to preach to you about car wrecks or mounds of clay, but I'm just telling somebody this morning, you need to make sure before you leave today that you got oil in the vessel. You got all in this. Would you come? Brother Moore. As the multitude that day came together. Oh, I just feel some hope for you. Brother, get your Bible. I wanna I wanna read something to Go to second Thessalonians. 
fifth chapter. You know, God loves us enough that God don't bypass us. God don't go around us, not his church. Fifth chapter. Fifth, first, first, first Thessalonians. So, fifth, yes. But are the times and the seasons, brethren? You have no need that I even write unto you. He's talking to the church. Read. For yourselves, you know perfectly. That the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night, but not to the church. Hold on. Not to the church. Read for me. Or when they shall say, they, not the church, when the world shall say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction shall come upon me. Read. As travail upon a woman with child. And they shall not escape. Read. But ye brethren. He's talking to the church. The Holy Ghost church. But ye brethren. Ye are not in darkness. That that day. Should overtake you as a thief in the night. It's going to come like a thief in the night. To the world. It's not going to come like a thief in the night. To the church. Amen. Because there's preachers that's sounding an alarm and saying, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. It's not going to catch the church. The church has all the opportunity in the world to make sure they're the wise. They are the wise. It's not going to come like a thief in the night. But unto ye, brethren, read that again. Are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Brother, if there's ever been an hour that we need to realize and not slumber and sleep that we are the church, we are the bride, amen, of Jesus Christ. That day don't need to catch us sleeping and slumbering or with our vessels empty of all. Saying says, amen. As my feet walk through dry and barren places And my soul has felt no rain for a while But I believe in the widow's empty barrel She had faith enough to bring a vast supply and I am hungry for another way of glory it's that fresh touch you have promised and could be mine I pull my chair up to your table Lord I'm ready now to dine. Here's another empty vessel.
song. Feel it, Lord, another time. And I am hungry for another wave of glory. Oh, it's that fresh touch you have promised it would be mine. I pull my chair up to your table, Lord. I'm ready now to die. Oh, here's another empty vessel. Fill it, Lord, another time. As the multitude that day came together down by the sea of Galilee, they all did feast. But I believe we're like the little loaves and fish were. At just your touch, you multiply the very least. Now I am hungry for another way of glory. Oh, it's that fresh touch you have promised it could be mine. So I pull my chair up to the table, Lord. I'm ready now to dine. Here's another empty vessel. Fill it, Lord, another time, oh, Lord. Yeah, I am hungry for another wave of glory. It's that fresh touch you have promised it could be mine. So I'm pulling my chair up to your table, Lord. I'm ready now to die. Here's another empty vessel. Fill it, Lord, another time. Yes, I am hungry for another wave of glory. It's that fresh touch you have promised it could be mine. So I pull my chair up to the table, Lord. I'm ready now to die, for here's another empty vessel. Fill it, Lord, another time. As a multitude that day came together, it was down by the sea of Galilee where they hold it and I believe we're like the little loaves and fish were. At just your touch, you can multiply the very least. So I am hungry for another wave of glory. Cause it's that fresh touch you have promised it could be mine. So I'm pulling my chair up to your table, Lord. I'm ready now to die. Oh, here's another hungry, hungry vessel. Fill it, Lord, another time. Oh, I am hungry for another way. 
glory. It's that precious Jesus you promised it could be mine. So I pull my chair up to your table, Lord. I'm ready now to die. Here's another empty vessel. Fill it, Lord, another time. I am hungry for another wave of glory. It's that fresh touch that you promised it could be mine. So I'll pull my chair up to your table, Lord. I'm ready now to die. For here's another empty vessel. Fill me, Lord, another time. Cause as my feet walk through dry and barren places, and it seems my soul has felt no rain for a while. Yet I believe in the widow's empty barrel. She had faith enough to bring a vast supply. So I am hungry for another wave of glory. Oh, it's that fresh touch you have promised, Lord, it could be mine. I'm pulling my chair up to your table, Lord, I'm ready now, tonight. Here's another empty vessel, fill it, Lord, another time. Yes, I am hungry for another wave of glory. It's that precious Jesus you promised it could be mine. So I'm pulling my chair up to your table, Lord. I'm ready now to die. Here's another empty vessel. Fill it, Lord, another time. Yes, I am hungry for another wave of glory. It's that fresh touch Jesus promised it could be mine. So I pull my chair up to the table, Lord. I'm ready now to die. Here's another hungry vessel. Feel me, Lord, another time. I am hungry. Oh, Jesus, hungry, Lord, it's a promise. Ooh, you said could be mine. I'm pulling my chair up to your table, Lord. I'm ready now to die. Here's another empty vessel filled, Lord, another time. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Everybody sing this old song with me. Search me, O Lord. Everybody sing. Y'all know that? Search me, O God. 
true that is about the oil this morning without that oil level being where it needs to be you can take just about anything that depends upon it for life it's not going to survive you begin to torque that thing and put it under pressure something's going to give something's going to become scarred you can be seated I'm going to let you go 
I remember a time, uh, the second truck I'd got, I'd wrecked the first one, and the second one I got. I'd went out and changed the oil, and in the process of changing the oil, it began to rain, so I couldn't finish changing it. That time, my brother was driving a log truck, and my truck was parked pretty close to where he normally parked the log truck. So when he came in that evening, he parked it the next morning, he got up, and the log truck wouldn't crank, so he needed a little assistance. Well, he didn't know that I hadn't had the opportunity to put oil back in my truck. And it was just sitting there, keys in it. And uh, so he gets in it, cranks it up, going to hook up the jump cables to his log truck. And just it's sitting there idling in just a few minutes. Hey, it, it totally ruined that motor. I'm talking about a truck that wasn't even a year old because it didn't have any oil. It scarred that crank trap shaft and done everything, had to redo the whole motor. We got to have the oil. For it to run smooth, to run the way it needs to and produce, thank God for the oil and the Holy Ghost can make it happen. Where I can't do it, where you might not be able to, the Holy Ghost can. Thank God for the Holy Ghost this morning. Amen? Let's pray this evening. Let's pray much. Come back expecting a great move of God tonight. Amen. Please, sometime during the day or come early uh, this evening. Amen. Let's go in those prayer rooms. They sounded good this morning. Let's come back this evening, get in those prayer rooms, talk to the Master, and uh, come expecting a great move of the Holy Ghost. Amen. How many of the older ones can come a little early and practice? Did, did y'all get the song ready? Okay. I meant to call you just at school that night, so I didn't think about it again. <laughs> okay, that's fine. And uh, so all the older ones, uh, everyone that wants to, about 4.30 this evening, we're going to practice. That's those who's going to sing the carols for the Wednesday night of Pro, okay? That'd be all right? Okay. Any other announcements? All right. Lord bless you. You can see yourself dismissed.